I'm your host, Joshua Gearhart, a hockey player myself, and this is the Faceoff Podcast. Hockey, a sport that has captivated fans and players for generations, and that is surely no different here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. For this is a town embedded with hockey history. The main goal of the Faceoff Podcast is to share opinions as well as have engaging discussions about local hockey teams as well as local hockey news. Today, though, we'll be looking at topics on a more broader level, as there are two topics particularly that have had an impact on the hockey community. Now, without further ado, it is time to drop the puck on discussing the relevance of St. Paddy's Day traditions within the game of hockey, as St. Paddy's Day was yesterday, as well as the issues of the coronavirus in regards to hockey. The Faceoff podcast is officially underway, and our first order of business is celeb- elaborating on some St. Paddy's Day traditions within the great game of hockey. So some things that some teams will do on St. Paddy's Day is they'll actually have specialty jerseys. Uh, those jerseys will be adorned with shamrocks, the flag of Ireland, four-leaf clovers, a whole bunch of St. Paddy's Day icons. Um, and then after the game, they will actually hold an auction, and players will autograph these jerseys, and they will auction them off to the fans. Um, these jerseys could go from anywhere to $100 to almost 5000 so it's it's quite crazy how these teams take St. Paddy's Day very seriously. Um, and also, you'll see players during warm-ups actually use green stick tape. Um, and the typical stick tape that players use is actually just black and white. So they'll break the norm there a little bit, and they'll go with the green stick tape for uh, to celebrate St. Paddy's Day. Um, and kind of going back to the jerseys as well, uh, I think it was just last year that the Pittsburgh Penguins had traditional St. Paddy's Day jerseys for warm-ups. But they did something a little bit different, actually. They used, uh, instead of having the player's last name on the back, they actually translated that player's last name into Gaelic, the Gaelic language, which is the language that is used over in um, Ireland. So that was a pretty cool shakeup of the traditional St. Paddy's Day themed jersey. Um, and if you also look at some interesting traditions that aren't also as common for St. Paddy's Day, but are typically done, um, a local rink in Buffalo called the Buffalo Riverworks Rink um, in 2018 completely dyed the ice green. To me, that is crazy. I mean, imagine skating on a green sheet of ice. It just blows my mind. Um, and then in the 19, in 1919, when Toronto, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs entered the league, they weren't called uh, Toronto Maple Leafs at first. They were actually called Toronto St. Pats. Um, and those jerseys actually... Um, they wear them on their St. Paddy's Day game, which is close to St. Paddy's Day itself. So it's cool kind of how that recircles back to the tradition of St. Patrick's Day. And then also, uh, since Boston has a strong Irish heritage, um, uh, Conor McGregor was actually in the Bruins locker room um, in 2019, um, and he actually dropped the puck. Uh, he got to pump the team up before they went on the ice, so that was really cool getting to hear his accent as well as getting to hear his enthusiasm and his love and passion for hockey. So, to wrap up our conversation on St. Patrick's Day traditions within the game of hockey, let's close out with some trivia questions on St. Patrick's Day itself. Question number one. When and where was the first St. Patrick's Day celebrated celebration in the U.S.? A. New York City in 1762 B. Boston, Massachusetts in 1803 C. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 1919, D, Washington, D.C. in 1865.
The answer is A. Surprisingly, the first St. Patrick's Day celebration held in the U.S. was actually in New York City in 1762 after a, a big fluctuation of uh, Irish immigrants. Question number two. A four-leaf clover is a symbol of what in the St. Patty's Day uh, heritage? A. Love. B. Hope. C. Good luck. Or D. Faith. I'll give you a minute here to think about your answer. If you said C, you are correct. A four-leaf clover is ironically symbolized with good luck because a traditional clover just has three leaves. So if you have four leaf, if you find a four-leaf clover, you better keep that. Question number three: What fictional character is often associated with St. Patrick's Day? A. Dragon. B. Leprechaun. C. Troll. Or D, the Loch Ness Monster. And again, I'll give you the time to think about your answer here. The correct answer is B, Leprechaun. Why do we celebrate St. Patrick's Day here in the United States? A, to honor the Irish-American culture. B, to remember the St. Patrick himself. C, to party. D, both A and B. The correct answer is D, both A and B. And although we do love to party on St. Patty's Day, the correct answer is to honor the Amer Irish American culture as well as to the St. Patrick himself. So now it is time to change gears and face off on a new topic that has not only rocked the hockey world, but this country as a whole. And that topic is, how has the coronavirus impacted hockey? Well, the coronavirus has postponed the NHL season as well as the AHL season, canceled youth tournaments nationwide, postponed camps and skills clinics, canceled the NCAA hockey playoffs, closed all rinks affecting staff pay. Now let's dive a little deeper into the issue of rink staff not getting paid, because this is quite controversial around the country right now because a lot of players and league officials are advocating that staff members get paid um and i'll share my stance on it with you right now to me i truly believe that just because the season is on hold doesn't necessarily mean that the staff members should be punished i mean in all fairness those staff members who tend to go unnoticed on game days play a big part in a successful franchise whether that's keeping the fans safe catering to the fans needs are making sure the arena is in tip-top shape. They are truly very valuable to their company. So to dock their pay all because of pandemic, to me, seems truly unreasonable. I mean, yes, a pandemic is definitely cause for shutdown of a league, but to me, it, does, it shouldn't shut down their pay. I mean, they still work day in and day out to make sure that arena operates. So just because the league is shut down doesn't mean that their pay should be as well. Um, so are also two local NHL teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Philadelphia Flyers, also share my opinion in paying arena staff when they released a statement saying, the Pittsburgh Penguins said this, the team announced a committee will pay for full and part-time arena and service employees at PPG Paints Arena, which is home to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Team president and CEO David Morehouse said the usher ticket takers concession workers, cleaning staff, and other arena workers are the backbone of a, of a Penguins hockey game at PPG Paints Arena. 
and a big part of the Penguin family. The Philadelphia Flyers also released their statement saying that the Courier-Post reported that the team will cover pay of all game day employees who were originally scheduled to work the Flyers, 76ers, and Wings games that have now been postponed between March 14th and 31st. The coronavirus has also not only impacted the NHL, but has also had its impacts expanded to the youth hockey as well. Local youth teams are including our very own Hershey High School Trojans hockey team have been impacted this by well. The Trojans were cruising through their Flyers Cup playoffs and eventually punched their ticket for the Flyers Cup final against their local rival, the Palmyra Cougars. But the Flyers Cup committee postponed the game for 14 days due to the virus outbreak. The committee originally rescheduled it for a different date, but they ended up pushing it back a couple minutes later. So kind of crazy as a player myself. So as a player myself, several of my camps and schools clinics are also in jeopardy being canceled. But only time will tell what becomes of those. And this is really, it's taxing on a player because you want to be able to participate in these. You you work hard at these clinics to get better. And it's it's hard because you don't want them to get canceled. And it's like skills that you could be working on throughout the summer. I mean, that's how we get better. We get better through these clinics. So if those are shut down, like we got to ha- have the will and the drive to do this on our own. And that's hard sometimes. So being able to go to the ring sometimes during the summer and practice and have skills clinics led by coaches are what we need. We need that drive as players sometimes during the summer. Um, so without those, I don't. I feel like a lot of our players are going to struggle to want have the want and the desire to get better. But like I said, only time will tell. I hope postponing the Flyers Cup for 14 days will not spur our momentum for the Hershey hockey team. But I can't help but fear that it may throw us off our game, as we can't practice or do anything, as all of our local rinks have been shut down for the most part. For example, like Click Lewis, they're not doing anything. So they really can't help host any practices for us. Our coach can't do anything with us. So we're at a really hard time right now where all we can do is just sit and wait and hope and pray that our Flyers Cup game isn't going to get canceled as well. Because that would be heartbreaking. We've worked so hard all year. And our motto throughout this entire year has been unfinished business. And how I would hate so much for the coronavirus to really keep our motto from really finishing our business. Keep us from finishing our business. Because like we have had the extra drive this year, and it's it would be hard to see us not finish that business. And then the USA Hockey has also released a statement earlier in the virus outbreak saying that all national tournaments will be canceled as well. This really is a crushing blow to all those players who put in countless hours of work to get to that tournament only for it to be canceled. I mean, I don't play in national tournaments, but I can only imagine how hard breaking that is because you get to a point in your where you're looking forward to these tournaments only for a virus and a pandemic to take over and completely to take everything from you. Ugh, I can't put my hands around that, and nor do I want to. Coronavirus has also canceled both my high school hockey and a year banquet, along with my junior bears banquet. These are both wonderful ways to wrap up a season, but now we will have to find an alternative source of closure to our season. And that just kind of sucks because you look forward to eating with your teammates, sharing a good time together. And it's it's sad because you're not ending your season that way anymore. So, I mean, yes, I'm sure we're going to find an alternative way to share that time together. But it's hard because you're used to that and you enjoy that. So this virus has really put everybody through a loop here in the hockey community.
So all in all, coronavirus has wrecked havoc on the hockey community, and as the virus only intensifies, I am constantly fearing what may be canceled next, and I can only hope and pray that sooner rather than later, hockey will be back, for a life without hockey is truly a struggle. Thank you for tuning into the episode of the Face Off Podcast, and I wish you a very happy late St. Patrick's Day. This is your host, Joshua Gearhart, bidding you adieu and stay healthy. I'll catch you on the next episode of the Face Off. The Face Off is a Hershey Broadcaster production. The theme music is Welcome to the Show by Kevin McLeod at Incom Tech, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.